Hey, Freedom Fighter. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast. And you're about to listen to another great episode. And what we're going to be talking about is a mindset, a belief system that if you have will prevent you from ever getting the type of success that you really want. And it's so powerful. I believe that it's going to hold everybody back. And we all have something like this. And what it's going to be based around is going to be our belief system. And the specific belief I'm going to be talking about is if you believe anything like success is bad, you know, wealthy people, rich people, millionaires are evil, or if you feel any kind of jealousy, any kind of envy when you see somebody else that's successful. If any of those things are anywhere close to true for you, then you've got to listen to this episode because we're going to break everything down and talk about exactly, you know, why this comes up, how this comes up, and how we can combat this. So make sure you stick around for the whole episode and let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance from business and health to wealth and love. Discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. All right, welcome to episode 66 of the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast. And uh, again, as always, I'm your host here, Coach George Wang. And uh, today, to be honest, I think I just have a little bit of a rant to go off of. Uh, So bear with me a little bit here, right? Uh, Something happened this past week, and I was having a conversation uh, with a a friend of mine. And, you know, he he was saying some things that that, um, slightly triggered me a little bit. And what he was talking about was this particular, and I'm not going to say who uh, uh, the names are in any of these situations, but he was uh, talking about a, a particular very high profile, very wealthy entrepreneur. And what he said was, you know, I'm not going to buy anything from this person. I hate this person. I hate them, yada, 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 on and on and on and on. And I said, okay, that makes sense. Like if if you don't respect someone, if you don't like them, then that's totally cool. Like you, you vote with your dollars, right? If you don't like the, the person, the company or anything, that's, that's entirely your right. You don't have to purchase from them. Uh, I'm the same way. There's a, a couple of companies out there that I absolutely uh, do not respect for one reason or another, even uh, uh, though they sell something that I might actually need. I'm just going to have to go somewhere else for it. But what's going on with this other person, though, is after they said they hate this person so much and they won't buy anything from this particular person, this particular company, they kept going on about how life is unfair you know, they don't have the success that other people have. And and they just kept going on this negative type of thought train. And that's the part that was really triggering for me. Because, like, what the fuck do you think? Like, if you're going to complain all day, if this person's going to complain all day about not being successful and this and that... Like, how do you ever su- expect for yourself to get anywhere close to that point? It's not going to happen because let, let's go. Let's think about what, what this mindset actually is, okay? And, and now I'm going to talk a little bit directly and, and kind of come off this story a little bit. 
if you have any type of belief that something is bad, right? And in this case, let's say success or rich people are bad. If you have some kind of a belief, because I, I think that this person has this type of belief that, you know, wealthy people, millionaires, billionaires, etc., had to step on somebody at one point or, you know, they're a con artist or something like that, some type of belief like that, which, which is very common in the United States, by the way. There's a lot of people who have mindsets like that. And a big part of the reason is because of the media, which is a totally different topic. I could go on for hours on that topic. But but think about what happens, okay? If if you have this kind of mindset, then you're never going to become anything close to this, okay? So the type of person, first of all, that has this kind of mindset is like just a really negative thinker. They're always looking at what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, and never looking at what's right. So how can you ever choose or decide to become successful if, if you're only looking at what's wrong and not looking at the good that can come from it, the good that happens on the other side. For instance, you know, by the way, it, it's perfectly fine to see what's wrong in the world because that's how we make progress. You see something wrong, you go out and you fix it. But if you just say that things are wrong, everything is wrong, and you don't do anything to fix it or you don't look at the bright side of it, then you're not going to get anywhere. If I, if I see something's wrong, then I think that means opportunity, right? If something's not right, that that's opportunity. That's something you can go out and fix and help. So anyway, so that's that's the type of person that has this this mindset, right? So so the problem is now if you have this type of mindset, especially if it's around success and wealthy people things like that, and you're saying like, "Oh, they're all bad. They're all all evil. Rich people are evil." Whatever bullshit it, it you have, you know, I'm not saying you do, but you know, somebody who has this type of bullshit mindset, they're never going to get to the point where they can get anywhere close to that success. And the reason is, I'm going to talk a little bit about belief systems right now, because we want to think that we're these, you know, logical creatures that use our prefrontal cortex, that's the logical part of our brain that sits in front to make decisions, which is completely false. We use that part of our brain to justify our decisions, but we behave entirely emotionally. Right. That's what I say in my sales course. Right. When I'm teaching people about sales and marketing, I teach them that, you know, when people buy a product, they don't buy logically. So there's no point in trying to sell them the logical benefits and features of it because that's not why someone buys something. Now, you still have to tell them that stuff. Right. But when they buy something, they buy at an emotional level. So you have to sell to their emotional level. What I always say is that people buy emotionally and then justify it with logic. So this is how the brain works, right? We don't make decisions based off of logic. We base, make decisions based off of emotions. And what makes something good or bad emotionally for us is a belief. So going off of this, this example still, let's say you have the belief that rich people are bad or rich people are evil. So think about it. If you think that rich people are bad, and I'm not saying you, I'm just saying somebody, right? If somebody thinks that rich people are bad and they believe they're a good person, then they can never be rich because rich equals bad, I equal good, which means I can never equal rich. And that's why they're never going to have that type of success. They're always going to be fighting something, you know, with that negative mindset or whatever. So that's why this is such a terrible terrible, terrible mindset to have if you are looking for any type of success 
that you have. So here's what you can do about this. Instead of complaining, find the good in everything. Celebrate it. There's always some good that can come from something. Always. I don't care what it is. I have an example from my personal life. My, uh, If you don't know this about my life, and to be honest, a lot of people don't, unless you're a personal friend of mine. Um, but but until, um, you know, from 2008 to 2015, I was living in Las Vegas as a professional poker player. I hated poker after year three, to be honest. I, I, not the game of poker. I love the game of poker. I have a huge passion for the game of poker. Uh, but but I did not like the business of poker, showing up every single day to a casino, the grind. I mean, that was just really, really tiring and taxing, and it wasn't my purpose. So about seven years into Vegas, well, sorry, after three or four years living in Vegas playing poker, I, I didn't like it anymore. I wanted to find some way out, but I didn't have, uh, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out how to get out because, you know, the money was good. Uh, I, I felt kind of unemployable, you know, like after seven or eight years playing poker, like, how do you get a job, right? What do I actually put on my resume? So, so I felt kind of unemployable. And then something really tragic happened. My sister who was living uh, in the Bay Area, San Francisco at the time, she had a very large tree, like a tree limb fall on her head from about two stories. So... It landed right on the front of her head, and it literally shattered her skull in half. Like, if you see her x-rays, there's a line coming from the top right of her head down, crossing through her nose to the bottom left side of her face, and it's just cracked in half. And this led to, you know, brain injuries, uh, some psychological issues. Like, a lot of stuff happened for my sister during during this time period, and it was obviously extremely sad. It was a terrible thing to happen. And I would never want this to happen to anybody, any, anywhere close to anything like this happening to anybody. So obviously, this is just a terrible thing. And to be honest, I wish I, I, I if I could go turn back time and have my sister not show up at that place at that particular time, I would do it in a heartbeat. At the same time, there's always some bright side. There's always some good in everything. And for me, what that was is that was the trigger for me to come back to California. You know, my, my mom called me after some time. My, my mom is a single mom. And she said, you know, I can't, I can't do this on my own. I can't, I, you know, my sister was still, I think, 15 maybe at the time. I, I don't remember. Uh, she, but she was still pretty young. And my mom said, you know, I can't, I can't do this on my own. I, I need you to come back to, to help take care of the, uh, everything that's going on here. So I did. I left. I left Vegas in 2015, and I came back here. And again, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I eventually found my way to this journey that I'm on right now that I'm sharing with you, which is the Coach George Wang brand that you see now. And so that was the silver lining for me, right? Even though there was this tragic, tragic accident, you know, this still was kind of like a blessing in some ways because I came out of it. Uh, I got out of poker and I came back here to uh, California and I'm much happier now, right? I'm, I'm, with, I'm closer to my family. I haven't seen my mom and my sister for a very long time before that. You know, now I see them all the time. Uh, I would have never met my wife if I was still living in Las Vegas. 
and uh, let alone probably any girl. I mean, God, God the, the life of a poker player is weird. You're you're up at just all these weird hours from like uh, 9 p.m. to like 5 a.m. playing poker. I mean, it doesn't. It leaves not a lot of room for a normal social life. But I'm not the only one that I think benefit from this. You know, my sister, even though it was a really tragic accident, something happened to her too. I think she has a different appreciation for life, and and she does have. Uh, you know, she don't get me wrong. She there was there was. I mean, it was it wasn't easy. You know, there was depression, there was anger, uh, anxiety, there all those things, and and she's still dealing with a lot of that stuff. So I'm not don't get I'm not don't get I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form like yay happy 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 we you know uh, tree fell on you nothing like that at all. But at the same time, I think she has a different appreciation for life now because she told me, and this broke my heart. She told me that when it first happened to her, she was knocked unconscious for a little bit, and then she opened her eyes and she was on the floor of the uh, forest kind of a place, wherever they were. And she opened her eyes, and she's the first thing she thought to her mind was, am I dead? Like, is this is this what being dead is? And that just broke my heart. So obviously, I would, this is not a good thing that happened, not a good event that happened. And at the same time, I think she learned a lot from it. And I think it's caused a lot of growth in her as well, even though all this is a struggle, you know, it still is. But I think she's finding a lot of growth from it because it's a challenge that she has to now overcome. And I and I hope and I think she sees it as that. And she's trying so hard every single day. And to be honest, I'm super proud of her because she's done so many things that people said she couldn't do. The doctor psychologist said, you know, she can't go to college. She's not going to be able to... Uh, her mental capacity is not going to be able to handle it. But you know what? She's a college graduate now with a uh, computer science degree. She was she's a pu- she's published in a uh, a research journal for some work which she did with the Rochester Institute of Technology over in New York uh, when they were building some crazy app that's going to help like glasses read for blind people or something like that. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but it was it was pretty high tech and. Um, you know, now she's in a master's program for computer science at Georgia Tech, which I didn't know this, but Georgia Tech is like basically one of the top few schools you could go to for computer science. And so now she's overcoming challenge after challenge. And so this is just a personal story for me when I can say this was a tragic accident, but there's still something good that that came out of it. So bring it back on to success now. When you see other people's success celebrate it. Find the good. Even if you don't like the person or don't like what they're doing, find some good in it, right? Some very, very common examples are, um, you know, there's there's a few very high-profile people that they that are not liked. Um, I'm going to just pick three. Um, Jeff Bezos, uh, founder of Amazon, Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook, and Elon Musk, founder of Tesla. Right, all three have been called all kinds of names for doing all kinds of things, um, and you know a lot of people don't like them. So let's pretend that we don't like them for a second, okay? But let's look at what we can appreciate about them, right? For instance, Jeff Bezos. Uh, let's say you hate Jeff Bezos because he overworks his. Uh, and by the way, it's not him. Let's just be clear about that. It's not actually him. He is not Amazon. Okay, he owns like five percent of Amazon. Okay, yes, he's the CEO, but he is not. Amazon. Okay, Amazon is a living, breathing entity all on its own. Uh, so is uh, all the companies that Elon Musk owns, and so is all the companies that Mark Zuckerberg owns. So anyhow, uh, but let's say you you uh, uh, hate hate um, 
uh, Jeff Bezos because you believe he's in, uh, the one making all the final decisions for all the, the warehouse workers, yada, yada, yada. But let's find some good in it. And if we were to find some good, I'm going to ask you, what would it be? If you had to, if you absolutely had to find some good in it, what would it be? The answers that I come up with are, uh, number one, there's some products that I could never get that I can only get on Amazon, right? There's other companies that try to sell the product, but because they're not good at logistics, they're always backordered, and I can't get it when I need to get it. On the flip side, I know of this Vietnamese family who were immigrants, and they were always struggling to make ends meet. They were working as uh, under-the-table uh, uh, workers at like restaurants, at like pho restaurants. And if, if you don't know what pho is, it's like the most delicious Vietnamese noodle soup you're ever going to eat in your life. It's spelled P-H-O. So if you've never tried it, go go get some. Um, but anyway, they were working as under-the-table workers with uh, no way to ever make any real money. And, and then one day they found out that you can sell on Amazon products that that you make or you create or you get manufactured and amazon will warehouse it for you ship it for you handle all the customer logistics for you so this 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 vietnamese family who were working in uh restaurants being paid under the table collected some money and brought over some inventory of these like uh like fake grass pads that your dog can pee on i guess because uh, i guess they must have had some connection in vietnam or something that could ship them over and so they started shipping those over uh, sent them to Amazon, sold through their first inventory uh, batch, then repeated the process a second time and over and over and over again. And now because Amazon provided this opportunity for them, now this family has sponsored like a bunch of their other family to come over from Vietnam. They bought a big house where they can have everyone come and live. They're happy now and they're going to be financially successful. And now they actually have the money to send their children to college. And this couldn't have happened if if the Amazon marketplace wasn't available for them to do this because they don't know logistics. They don't know technology. They don't know how to set up a website. They don't know any of this stuff. But they knew how to get dog pee-pee pads over from uh, 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 Vietnam or somewhere in Asia over to the country here, uh, to the United States. And so they did it. And, and now they're doing very, very well. So that's the good side of it, even if you hated uh, uh, Jeff Bezos. So you could say the same thing for Elon Musk. Right. If, if you hate Elon Musk because, you know, you say he overworks the factory workers at Tesla. Right. Same thing, though. Right. What what's the good that he is doing? I can think of a big one. He's trying to save the human race by making sure we don't become extinct. And he's going to do that by getting us to Mars. Hopefully. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm hopeful. Right. Same thing with Mark Zuckerberg. Right. A lot. A lot of people hate Mark Zuckerberg right now because all this data privacy stuff, yada, yada, yada. And it's true. Right. Part of that's true. Right. But. I can also tell you that there are some friends that I have reconnected with that I would have never come close to reconnecting with if it weren't for the Facebook platform giving me the opportunity to find them, reconnect with them, and talk with them. So this is what you really got to do to combat this, okay? If you, re- you really have got to look at the good in everything, right? If you find someone who's more successful for you or than you and... You, you start to feel that cringe of jealousy come up, the first thing you got to ask yourself is, well, what's great about this, right? What is absolutely good about this that I can actually appreciate and enjoy and love? And most likely, if you really hate the person, your brain's going to go, nothing, absolutely nothing, right? Don't give up on your brain. Don't let your mind take control of you. You take control of your mind. So ask again. The second question is, okay, Well, 
if I could, right? I'm not saying I have to, right? I'm not saying I absolutely have to believe this, but if, just if so happened there was something I could appreciate about this person or this situation, this company, this product, whatever, what would it be? And make your brain give you an answer, right? Don't let your brain control you. You control your brain. And so focus on that answer that you get. Find the appreciation in everything and just keep doing that as much as possible if you have this type of mindset. Now, I know a lot of you listening are probably have the abundance mindset already. So I'm probably uh, uh, preaching to the choir right now, if I had to guess, uh, just you're listening to this show. But, you know, maybe not, right? Maybe, maybe you do get a little bit of jealous. Do you ever look on Instagram and see somebody, you know, with more success than you and you start to feel a little bit upset about that, a little bit of jealousy, right? Celebrate it instead. Find what's good about it, what you can appreciate. And I promise you, if you do this, you're going to be living a life of freedom on your terms. Thank you so much for listening this week. I really appreciate you so much. Uh, If you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. You know, we're going to come out with great episodes every week, just like this. And until next week, take care and have an incredible, abundant week.